Listener supported. WNYC Studios. The cars race down the freeway. The sun sinks past at midday. Out in the storm. Out in the storm. Wind blows through open windows. From newsounds.org and the studios of WNYC in New York, it's time for another of our soundcheck sessions, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. Jesse Harris has been an important figure on the music scene here in New York since the 90s, both as a singer and guitarist and as a songwriter. When his friend Nora Jones swept up all those Grammys back in 2003, it was for an album featuring five of Jesse's songs, including his Grammy-winning Song of the Year, Don't Know Why. Other famous interpreters of his songs include Willie Nelson, Smokey Robinson, and Emmy Lou Harris, no relation. But Jesse Harris continues to record his own songs, and his latest batch is an unusual collection called Silver Balloon. We'll talk to him about it in a couple of minutes, but he's here with his band now to play some of those songs for us today. This one's called The Hanged Man. One, two, three, two, two. Upside down flowers in an upside down face. Can't look behind him, can't look ahead. A blink in the sunshine, a sleep in his bed. Two lovers stand side by side on a mountain. Racing the stars, racing clear across the sky. No, you can't find him alone in his cave. Here in the ocean, crash wave after wave. And no, you can't help him. in the clouds and waiting to be born two lovers fall through the night from a tower land on the ground and go opposite ways
called The Hanged Man, and it brings Jesse Harris back to our studio. We've been trying to figure out how long it's been. It's been too long, Jesse. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's good to be back. Good to have you here. Yeah. Uh, the album's called Silver Balloon, and the album version of that song yeah. has what sounds to me like uh, kind of backward mask guitar stuff happening yeah. on it. Is that what that well, is? Well, we don't really know. We... we <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love when answers start like that. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny said, I think we should add a guitar track to this one. That's Kenny Wallison. Kenny Wallison, who drums. produced the record with me and played all the instruments along with me uh, on the record. Um, yeah, he said, we, we, need it, we need some guitar on this one. And he dialed up a sound on, on the H3000, and we, put, we just put the guitar, electric guitar, through the harmonizer and recorded it live. So, like, we used the harmonizer as kind of an effects pedal, so that was not like an effect that we put on the guitar afterwards. It, right. it happened while the the track was going down. A, a harmonizer, for folks who don't know, is uh, usually used f- on like voices and things like that. You can, you use, can use it on, it on anything. anything. I yeah. mean, we use yeah. it. We use it on drums. On you know, what on, it, and what is it? Kalimbas. What does it normally do? I mean, God, it does. Uh, it has like over 200 settings, so it doesn't really normally do anything. <laughs> and nothing that it does is normal. Okay. Everything it does is pretty weird, which <laughs> is kind of the fun of it. I mean, we we let it have a, a mind of its own when we were making the record. Yeah. Um, okay. And it was mostly one take. Um, and so it sounds like it's in reverse. Don't know. I'm not really sure. Do you, Kenny? You don't know, right? No. And he's shaking yeah. his head no. <laughs> uh, so Jesse Harris singing, playing guitar. Kenny Wallison playing, I'll say drums. Uh, there's also a collection of plastic bottle caps that he's been rattling back there. Uh, we've got um, James Buckley on bass, Eric Lane on keyboards. Uh, Mads Jensen will be joining on backing vocals in a little bit. So uh, the song, The Hanged Man, I mean, anyone familiar with tarot cards will mm. know the card yes. of the hanged man yeah which looks pretty dark and grim yeah but which can be interpreted as something very kind of meaningful and uh like like an opportunity right right yeah are you a tarot person i'm i've had my cards read a bunch i have a friend uh who's also a songwriter named federico obel oh yeah yeah 
and from uh, Argentina. Yeah, and yeah. Federico's really good at tarot and other stuff. Um, and uh, he, so he reads my cards sometimes. And so I, we had he had been reading my cards, and I kept getting the hangman at this certain point, and. Um, and, and and some of the other cards that were mentioned. The tower. The t- yeah, the tower, the lovers, yeah. um, uh, the star. Um, and uh, and so I, uh, it is the star, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. And so, um, and so th- these images sort of, I don't know, found their way into this melody. And, and, um, and so I, I constructed that, you know, the story of the song out of that image, you know. Um, as for, the, I think all the, cards can be interpreted in a lot of ways yeah. i don't know if any of them are just bad outright <laughs> but and also the hangman's also in that book uh nightmare alley but in that book it always appears kind of in a negative way yeah as a harbinger of something yeah not very good yeah <laughs> um but but yeah to me it it, it it in this song it represented a kind of um well, yeah, maybe the possibility of something new, but also maybe being stuck. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes it's, uh, I, I, th- people are going to hear this and think, I know what I'm talking about. I, I don't, but right. I know that uh, sometimes the hanged man can be seen as looking at something from a different perspective, ah, you know, as simple okay. as that. Right, yeah. Um, which these songs seem to do and your 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 explanation about what the harmonizer does yeah. now gives me some idea of where all that the weird sounds on this record sure, come yeah, from yeah <laughs> but um it also uh, suggests that these were songs that you and Kenny did in fairly short order and that this is not like some collection of things you wrote during lockdown oh no this was this happened we recorded this album this year um i I, in fact, Kenny and I made a record for Mads, and on her record, we experimented with a lot of this kind of similar kind of process of, mm. of recording, and um, and I wanted to try that on my own stuff because I've always been someone who like gets a band in a room, gets really good sounds, and then goes for the take, you know. Right. And we were going for the take, but in a in a completely different way of doing things for me. Um, but yeah, it went pretty quickly like we would do a song a day were you ever at any point in this process thinking hmm how am I going to pull this off live yep yeah after we did the record we had a lot of discussions about that and, and should should we you know try to sample the sounds that we had done should we bring the H3000 out with us when we were performing <laughs> and I was and then at some point I thought you know what I the whole point of this record was was to have freedom and let things happen and I don't want to be now chained down to the thing that we did I'd rather to keep the spirit of how we made the record and bring that into a live scenario. And that's why I thought it would be really cool to have Eric come and play keyboards because he's able to do a lot of cool sounds that, you know, I can't do with this acoustic guitar. And right. so he could bring some of those elements to it. And the title, Silver Balloon, what does that mean for you? Well, to me, the, the image of the silver balloon in that song represents a, sort of a symbol of a person's personal time. Uh, and or destiny you breathe to keep on sliding while your silver balloon keeps on flying while your silver balloon keeps on flying and I I, I kind of see that like the a contrast between the verses about 
I don't know, the little things that people preoccupy themselves with from day to day that might really be trifling but seem important while, you know, their destiny and time is continuing on at, in, in that moment. And uh, I don't know, whatever people decide to do with that. Okay. Yeah. Silver Balloon is the latest record from the Grammy-winning songwriter Jesse Harris here with his band in our studio. Um, you want to do Hummingbird next? Yeah. Uh, interested to see where this one goes. Uh, right, I, yeah. <laughs> I get the impression that so is the band. So let's, uh, let's hear what happens. Another live performance here in our studio from Jesse Harris. the crown of the blossom leaning down hummingbird do you know I'm here watching you floating free I see don't see me Hummingbird I can only stare Like an angel You will fly away Somewhere In the sky Somewhere and disappear before you sing me some suddenly you are gone hummingbird were you Like an angel, you will fly away somewhere in the sky, somewhere and disappear 
It's a live performance of Hummingbird, a song from Jesse Harris's new record called Silver Balloon. And uh, it has almost, Jesse, a kind of 1930s, you know, the so-called gypsy jazz right. sound, yeah. at least the guitar part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is similar to the record version. But on the record, you have all these stereo field yeah. tricks, yeah. you know, where things pop up on the left and then they move right. to the right, etc. Well, when I, I wrote it, I, 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 there were a couple songs I wrote at that time where I was, I was writing in the, the, the standard 32-bar uh, form, A-A-B-A, and this was one of those songs. Um, but then when we recorded it, it, I just wanted to subvert that by how we recorded it and do something uh, totally different. And, you know, like one of the things we did was a uh, great saxophone player, Michael Blake, played a beautiful solo on it. And then we put his saxophone through the H3000 and twisted it around. <laughs> I'm not sure he was happy with the results, <laughs> but he is now, right? He's happy. Okay, uh, good. Because um, it sounds beautiful. Well, and, and that's, it, that's not the only time on the record. In fact, it's sort of consistent on the record that you kind of set us up for you set up expectations for the song form and the sound world and right. then you know like a song like one in a million right that song sounds like it could have been written at any point in the middle of the 20th century right <laughs> and, except that there's this kind of woozy keyboard right. going on <laughs> in the, off in the off in the background there right. it's like that that doesn't sound very 1940s <laughs> to me that was supposed to, yeah, like a uh, like a nightmare calliope or something, <laughs> or a dream calliope, not a nightmare, a very nice dream calliope, yeah. One in a million is something rare to see. You're one in a million, and the only one in my. So that idea of songs that sound old right out of the box, right, but have these telltale sounds that that indicate it's not old, right. This is the product of someone's fevered imagination, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like that kind of that kind of as you use the term subvert, you know, yeah. that kind of subversive quality yeah, in yeah. the songwriting. Yeah, we wanted to embrace, you know, a certain chaos with these songs and and l- allow things that were out of our control to find their way into this and embrace those those elements. Now, you and Kenny also did a kind of video visual album of sorts to yeah. go with the the uh, the Sonic album. 
Uh, and it's a lot of the same kind of aesthetic, which is to to take things that seem old until you realize that that footage of apparently the 1960s couldn't possibly be the 60s because it's you. Right. <laughs> well, and, actually... And you're not running around in, like, diapers or yeah. something. Well, that was my father's old uh, Super 8 camera from the 60s. Um, that like, One day I took it out of the closet and put a battery in it, and it worked. Wow. Which tells you something about how things used to be built. Um, and sometimes we use still photography. But, right. yeah, the, the point was to make videos that were not like music videos, you know, your typical video with the, the performer, you know, singing the song and like appearing in different situations singing the song. But to like make little films, you know, inspired by like avant-garde filmmakers like Jonas Mikas um, and 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 to to do something, again, that would be subversive and also uh, different. You know, the, the, when when we use words like subversive, it sounds very kind of you know, like it's going to be edgy and provocative. When right. in fact, in this case, it ends up being kind of timeless, right? Or, or even better, it's just kind of drifting in time. You know, right, that, right. That it's uh, you just don't know when these visuals or these songs are from, was, right? The first song we recorded was, in fact, Hummingbird. And we did that song, and then we did the next day, The Hangman. And then when, once I heard that, and when Kenny heard that, we thought, all right, we gotta, let's do the whole record yeah. and, and do it like this. All right. Um, the, the next song we're going to hear is called New Year's Day. Um, brave, to use a title that has famously been used by you 2 but... We well, can't copyright a title. I know, I know. <laughs> Just ask Springsteen, he did Dancing in the Dark. <laughs> um, where was this in the writing process? Um, actually, I wrote this song, I wrote this like right after New Year's Day this year. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, so I had written this song maybe a, you know, a month or two before we recorded. All right, and Mads is going to join you on this one. Yes, indeed. All right, Mads Jensen joining Kenny Wallison and James Buckley and Eric Lane in Jesse Harris's band for this live performance of the song New Year's Day. your hand and run away without a plan on New Year's Day on New Year's Day No one hears a word 
as it began If you don't stay to understand On New Year's Day 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 the name of that song another live performance of music from the new album silver balloon by jesse harris do you keep track of how many albums you've made as a solo artist as a, a I think, leader I, I don't know it's somewhere around 20 or under 20 something like that <laughs> i don't know 17 18 19 20 i don't know <laughs> somewhere there yeah you could have just said no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I don't know. <laughs> um, but there is another record in the works, and it's going to be your instrumental project. That's right, Cosmo, yeah. Um, and for folks who watch the, the visual album for Silver Balloon, there's actually a Cosmo track. There is, yeah. Buried in there yeah. somewhere. And that's, by the way, that is on YouTube as the Silver Balloon videos. Right. That's how it's listed, yeah. to be, I mean, for someone who is known for his songwriting, right. and we think of songs as things with singing, Right. how, how different is that, writing instrumentals? Well, it, I, it's something that I've been doing on albums for a really long time, actually. Uh, and I would, what I would do is I, was always, I would always have one or two instrumental tracks on an album. And then John Zorn invited me to do a record for Zodic, his label. Right. And, and in 2010, I put out an instrumental record called Cosmo. And um, right now it's two guitars, bass, drums. But today we decided actually Kenny's going to play on the record too. So <laughs> he's yes, that, dis- that decision was made without much input from Kenny. As <laughs> I mean, I, I was I was in the room earlier, you know, when this was happening. So. <laughs> he's going to play vibraphone and electric marimba. Yeah, we decided later against his will. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're making this new album uh, of of instrumental music. Anyway, I'm, I'm not even answering your question. To 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 play instrumental music feels very natural to me because at a certain point in, in in my life I started writing tunes that didn't seem to need lyrics mm. that, se- that stood on their own without words and I've played as an, as an accompanist, comp- accompanist before for singers and so I, it, it doesn't feel totally unnatural to me to be on stage 
playing the guitar and not singing. Right. And and I listen to a lot of instrumental music, and so it's really fun to to have this group. So when does that happen? When will that come out? Next year, probably. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. We'll put that one out next year. All right. Well, the new record is Silver Balloon from Jesse Harrison. Boy, it really has been great to have you back here in the studio. Thank you so much, John. It's great to be here. And thanks to our uh, technical director, as always, Irene Trudell. Our producer is Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. You can find all of our soundcheck sessions on the website at newsounds.org and videos on the New Sounds YouTube channel. You until you cry. While your silver balloon keeps on flying You pray, but don't believe in dreams You say, that don't mean anything You lie